Welcome in to another edition of the Wisports.net podcast. I'm Travis Wilson, general manager at Wisports.net, and your host for the WSN podcast. It is here, it is here, it is here. High school football season gets underway this week in the state of Wisconsin. And in fact, tonight, we have our first high school football games in just a few hours from now. In fact, the very first game kicks off Auburndale at Menominee Indian, 4 o'clock p.m. Thursday. Menominee Indian does not have lights on their field, one of the few that does not, so they play afternoon games, which means football's here. And I feel a little bit like Navin Johnson when the new phone books arrive. If you get that reference, then we can be friends. But it is exciting to get underway. It's exciting to get the games here. The prep work is mostly done. And we are about underway on a return to normal, or as normal as things can be, high school football season. Today we're going to talk about some of the big matchups right here in week one, some of the big storylines we're following. We touched on that last week, uh, some of the, the stories that you know are, are, are going to be of interest, not only here to begin the year, but all week, excuse me, all season in high school football in the state of Wisconsin. But let's get to it. Uh, a big week of games. You know, one of the things that we kind of lost out on last year, and it, it was a very small ancillary part of the whole thing, but last year was supposed to be the first year of the statewide conference realignment where schools were uh, grouped into uh, conferences of either eight or seven. Every team was open for non-conference play in weeks one and two. Uh, but with obviously the changes last year with a third of the teams moving to the spring option, it, we, we just didn't get that sense of it. And we do this year. And it's going to create some interesting things, especially early on here. Uh, obviously, we're all, again, everybody's playing non-conference games. And that includes ones that uh, did you know used to not have non-conference games. Looking at you, Big 8 Conference, even uh, the FRCC, um, you know, some of these other leagues that did not play non-conference games, now we have those opportunities. And uh, it, it's going to create some interesting matchups, some matchups that we get right here out of the gates. But we are going to start with our look at our Quick Trip Game of the Week. And, and as you saw this week on Wisports.net, a great new feature with our partners at Quick Trip. Uh, where we're going to pick every week five nominees on, on Sunday or Monday, send those out, and uh, let folks vote on them for what they think is the biggest game in the state in that week. And then, based on that vote, that will be our featured game, and that will also be the game that I go to. So, I will be going to Franklin at Appleton North this week. A couple top five teams in the preseason in Division One. What a way to start the year. Really had some great choices to pick from, but certainly this one stands up uh, as one of the best ones. And, and again, our game of the week, our quick trip game of the week on Wisports.net. Franklin, you know, a sense of unfinished business and, and missed opportunity from last fall when not only was there not a, a regular playoffs, but I, I know the Sabres were very much looking forward to the opportunity to compete in that four-team mini-tournament in, uh, in Division One last year, uh, the culminating event that had Franklin, Menominee Falls, Muskego, and Arrowhead all, all uh, in that bracket. But unfortunately, right before that was uh, going to happen, Franklin got shut down. 
They finished unbeaten, but did not get a chance to take on Menominee Falls and then potentially a matchup against Muskego. Um, everybody had that sense of, of unfinished business last year, but especially a guy, uh, especially a team like Franklin that you know could have proved even a little bit more last year. A very talented team coming back. Miles Burkett leads the way. Badger quarterback commit. Uh, but that's a, a group, a senior group that they've been looking to for a while that is really, really special. And there's some really special younger kids coming up too. The, they had three or four freshmen play last year. Um, so, you know, it, it, uh, it, it's a loaded team, one that we picked second in our preseason rankings. And they make the trip up to Appleton North, another loaded team. They've got uh, eight starters back on a very powerful offense. Matthew Shuckelman is the quarterback there. He's committed to UNI. Uh, yeah, UNI, sorry. Um, Cal Martini, running back, a big bruiser of a running back. Uh, you know, Talented receiver group. They've got some big, strong, physical offensive linemen, as we've come to expect from Appleton North. And they're looking for big things in, uh, in the Fox Valley Association, which does return this year. Uh, a league that's obviously going to include not just Appleton North, but also Kimberly, Fond du Lac, Nina, really strong league. And, and you know, I know some of those schools are looking forward to getting back to more of a traditional FVA, although Appleton uh, West and Hortonville are playing over in the uh, the VFA, the, the Valley Football Association. So uh, that's our game of the week, a big one couple of top five teams in Division One. We do have some games of note, certainly, on Thursday, tonight. Again, the very first game of the year, Auburndale at Menominee Indian, but also a new era at Greendale. Uh, Rob Stoltz stepped down, 20 seasons there, led them to a, a lot of uh, success, obviously. Jermaine Murray stepping in as an interim head coach, and they're getting ready to uh, perhaps chase a Woodland Conference title. But so are the Badger Badgers under Matt Hensler, a graduate of the Augustana College. They've got a lot of talent coming back this year, and this is a nice preseason game. Both these teams like to test themselves early on. Uh, one of those games that we talked about that in a normal year we would not have gotten. But Middleton makes a trip up to Bayport. Uh, you know, <laughs> Bayport, it was a weird, weird year. One they would perhaps like to forget or at least learn a lot from. Uh, they had something like a 40-game conference winning uh, winning streak in the FRCC. <coughs> excuse me, dominated that league for a number of years. Made it to a state championship game in 2019. Then things really kind of went off the rails last year as they finished two and five overall. I, they lost. I think they lost the last five games of the year. In fact, um, just not what we've come to expect from Bayport. So. They're looking to get back on track, and this will be a big early test for the Pirates if they are back. And Middleton, again, you know, we, we've never seen them, at least not for many, many years, I think more than 15 years, the last time they played a non-conference regular season game. So this is a great early test for the Cardinals as well. Muskego, longest active winning streak in the state at 37 games. Of course, they feel like it would have been more last year in a normal season as they would have gone for a three-peat in Division One, But they make the trip to Wisconsin Rapids. Rapids is opening their new uh, turf facility there. And uh, so that'll be a good one up in the north-central part of the state. 
Union Grove is at Racine Lutheran. Racine Lutheran is not afraid to challenge themselves. Union Grove is uh, a team that we picked to win the Southern Lakes Conference, so a nice early test for both teams. And then how about Cashton and Ithaca? When you talk about small schools, especially Division Seven schools, I mean, these these two have as big a rosters as you're going to find in Division Seven. Ithaca's got 30 returning letter winners. Cashton's got 22. Both teams love to just pound the ball. Uh, so that's a, a very interesting matchup tonight as well. Turning our attention to Friday, and we'll start, we'll kind of go as we do on our preview and as we do on our scoreboards on Football Friday Night, we will start in the Milwaukee area. And uh, you talk about teams that test themselves. Regis is not afraid to do that. Uh, they are making a trip south to Kenosha, and they will take on Division One Kenosha Bradford, a, a very good team that, that feels like they might be able to, to challenge uh, Franklin in that Southeast Conference. Regis is, is borderline Division Seven. In fact, we, we think they'll probably end up in Division Seven. So D7 versus D1, and I tell you what, I wouldn't count out at all Regis in that one. Other big games, some some powerhouses in the uh, in the Milwaukee area meeting up. Arrowhead is at Marquette, Brookfield Central at Catholic Memorial. You've got McGuanago at Sussex Hamilton, Waukesha West at Hartford, Germantown and Homestead. For for many years, of course, this would have been Phil Datka versus Dave Keel. Both guys go on now. Um, Germantown looking to uh, you know make a push in that in that Greater Metro Conference um, in, in Homestead. You know, a little bit of a stumble the last couple of years, but they're trying to get back on track as well. Menominee Falls is a team that last year was in incredibly impressive. In fact, they won the Greater Metro the last two years, and uh, they lost a lot, though. That was a very, very senior-dominated club last year. They've still got good talent. I mean, Quentin, Wet Quentin Redding, a two-way player that's you know got Division One type offers, but where are they going to go? Are, are, are they... Do they have the pieces to step in and remain a contender in the greater Metro, or are they a team that's going to maybe take a step back and, and look to compete for a playoff spot? But they, excuse me, the, the Phoenix play at Slinger. Perhaps the, the, the second best game in the week. I don't know if it uh, ended up so in our game of the week poll, but if you ask me, I, I think pretty clearly the second best game in the state at worst. In Division 5, you've got the top-ranked team in our preseason rankings, Lake Country Lutheran taking on second-ranked St. Mary Springs. So number one versus number two in our uh, Division Five rankings. And, of course, Lake Country Lutheran won the last Division Five state title back in 2019 when they upset Stratford. And St. Mary Springs also won a state title in 2019 when they won it all in Division Six. Neither team uh, afraid to challenge themselves. Both teams have played some incredible non-conference games early in the year. So this is a great one, number one versus number two. In the Madison area, we, we've already touched on a couple of those games uh, with Middleton, uh, or at least one game with Middleton traveling to Bayport, but you've also got another Big 8 team stepping out of the league for the first time in a while as Madison Memorial will play at Wanakee for, for so many years. That was you know something that we would have loved to see was the, the better teams in the Badger, especially Wanakee, playing against some of those big eight clubs and, and just see how they match up. And, you know, again, it's been 15 years maybe uh, since the big eight played a non-conference regular season game, and we're going to get some very good ones. In fact, Wanakee, after playing Madison Memorial this week, and Memorial went to the state semifinals in D1 back in 2019, didn't play at all last year. 
But uh, Wanakee will play Madison Memorial this week. Next week, they're going to take on Middleton. So again, a, a few games that we would have loved to have seen for many, many years. We're now going to get a chance at some of those games. A little bit smaller school games in the Madison area. You've got Edgewood, uh, an improving team, looking to make some noise in the Rock Valley Conference against River Valley, a team that won the SWC um, and, and has a very talented uh, senior, Zach Glaudemann, two-way player. He was the offensive player of the year at running back last year in that conference. Also a first-team all-conference linebacker. And linebacker is, is where he's get recruiting at, uh, getting recruited at, but he's got a handful of D1 offers. Uh, you've got Mineral Point and Lake Mills, two uh, teams that have been very good the last few years, been very prolific offensively. Lake Mills, you know, first year without Adam Moen at quarterback in a, in a couple seasons, so going to be interesting how they transition. Mineral Point's got some transitioning to make as well, um, but they've got some really talented playmakers uh, coming back. Dominic McVeigh, uh, Joel Filardo, who I, I believe is going to move to quarterback. So a good one there. Lakeside Lutheran and Jefferson, a couple teams that love to run the football. Um, a good one there. And River, uh, excuse me, River Ridge at Highland. As we move to the Fox Valley, northeast part of the state, uh, again, some nice games, uh, a few FRCC versus uh, FVA type games, and just a really nice uh, group of, uh, of games in the Fox Valley. Uh, again, you got to start with that Appleton North and Franklin game that we already talked about, but also Marshfield at Fond du Lac. Marshfield did not have the kind of year we've come to expect from the Tigers last year, whereas Fond du Lac was dominant in the spring. But that was in the spring. They lost every single starter on the offensive side of the ball, including Kyle Wall Jasper and Braylon Allen, very talented offensive linemen. They've only got three starters back on defense. So this is a very different team that's going to be out there for head coach Steven Jorgensen and, you know, a good test of the program. Are, are they back as a program or were they, you know, uh, a really good class that went through? I think they're going to be good. They're going to, going to continue to be good. They may not be as good as last year, as you could understand, but they're going to be a solid club, but a good opening game for both of those teams. Ashwabanon is at Kaukauna. You've got Pulaski at Notre Dame. Notre Dame spent much of the spring season ranked number one in our uh, medium schools coaches poll. They lost their last two, though. Uh, but Pulaski's always a, a tough, tough physical team. Kimberly, uh, they're you know kind of looking to rebound after that shellacking they took from Fond du Lac in the last game of the spring season. But they are uh, another team that's absolutely loaded. If you look at the top five or six in Division One. I mean, I think that group is as good as any that we've ever had, to be quite honest with you. And Kimberly's right up there. Caden Pendleton uh, at quarterback. You've got Owen Polakowski, Cam Wenick, uh, a really talented uh, receiver group. You know what? They do have to replace Caleb Frazier, the, the running back that's uh, that's headed off to uh, Division One program next year and was an All-State player. You know, they got to find that running back to step in. But uh, a really loaded Kimberly group. And they will take on Stevens Point. This week, you've got West to Pier and Wauwatosa West. Tosa West last year was one of the, the great stories, I think, of the, uh, of the season. They had six games, um, and all six games were against teams that had made the playoffs the year before, including some really heavyweight programs, and they won uh, against some very good programs. They beat Catholic Memorial. They beat uh, the New Berlin schools. They beat uh, Pewaukee. Uh, just a great season. So can they can keep that momentum going? West to Pier... Uh, they opened with a loss last year. They closed with a loss last year. It wasn't kind of, it wasn't quite the season they had expected, 
Um, but, you know, a very solid program there. You've got Cedar Grove, Belgium in Mayville. Like that matchup. Uh, Ozaki and Kohler, Sheboygan Lutheran Christian. Of course, that Kohler team last year had uh, had some record-setting performances, and, and a number of those guys are back. Robbie Michael at quarterback, Colin Jardakis at, uh, at receiver, Casey Verhagen at receiver. You know, that's going to be uh, an interesting team to watch and follow because <laughs> those guys are all, you know, healthy and, and everything's clicking. They can put up some yards, some points, some, uh, some prolific offense there. Luxembourg Casco takes on Xavier. Lux Casco had a nice year last year. They ended it with a win over West Pier. Amro, uh, of course, was one of those teams that played in the spring and was really, really uh, a great team. They finished unbeaten. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see them play Lomira like many people had hoped. But uh, coming off a strong year, and they'll take on Columbus. North central part of the state, not quite as many teams in that area anymore. Many of them have moved to eight-player. Uh, an eight-player doesn't get underway until next week, but uh, some interesting games up there. You've got De Pere at Wausau West. Uh, you've got Bonduel at Shyocton, Stratford at Mosinee. We've seen Stratford a number of times over the years really challenge themselves, and of course their big rival is Edgar. The Wildcats not afraid to uh, to take on some bigger opponents, and that's what they'll do this week as they uh, face off against Lakeland. Uh, Edgar likely very heavily favored in that one. We, we've seen them including last year, go out and beat some much larger uh, opponents. In the Eau Claire area, uh, again, some very good games in the Eau Claire and Lacrosse Northwest uh, side and part of the state. Uh, mentioned already, Sun Prairie at Hudson. Uh, Sun Prairie, one of those teams in Division One that's that's loaded. Uh, Jerry Kaminsky got valuable experience as a uh, quarterback in the spring. He's coming back for his junior year. You've got Isaac Ham up front on defense. Addison Estrenga, a two-way player. Uh, Ham hasn't committed yet, but he's got offers from a bunch of big-time schools, including Wisconsin, of course. Estrenga had committed to Iowa for baseball, but flipped his commitment to football with the Hawkeyes. And a really outstanding player, and they, they're just really talented all the way across the board. And they'll, they'll make that long trip over to play against Hudson. Superior is at Ellsworth. Ellsworth was a great team in the fall last year. Ended up as the number one team in our final rankings in Division Three. Superior had a very good team as well last year. Always a tough opponent. Baraboo at Onalaska. Those teams actually met up last year. Uh, and uh, So that'll be a good one for, for both teams. Luna Larson at Baraboo is, is a heck of a football player. Plays quarterback for him. Runs the football more than anything, but also a Division I scholarship linebacker. River Falls and Menominee. River Falls is technically a member of the Mississippi Valley Conference, but they go, uh, uh, go back and take on their rivals in Menominee. Uh, of course, Menominee, a, a changing of the guard there. Uh, head coach Joe Labuda stepped down in the offseason. Mike Sins, a uh, Menominee graduate who had coached at Mondovi, most recently at Oakland Memorial. He steps in, a really talented team, they feel like, at Menominee. And River Falls, uh, again, looking very good. Uh, they've, they've really made some great strides forward in the last uh, four or five years here. Durand is at Spring Valley. You've got New Richmond at St. Croix Central. Of course, a little bit of intrigue still at uh, St. Croix Central. Carson Hinsman, their outstanding senior lineman, uh, still is not committed yet. Uh, Wisconsin certainly has offered. You know, other strong Midwestern programs are in the mix. Uh, Ohio State and Notre Dame, Michigan, some of those schools have, have offered. Um, and, and interesting to see between him and Isaac Ham at Sun Prairie and Billy Shrouth at uh, St. Mary Springs, 
you know, where, where they go and when they make that decision as well. Uh, I thought perhaps, you know, most or all of them would make their decision before their high school season got started, but uh, looks like uh, they're going to take it into, uh, into the season. Other games of note, West Salem is at GET, and then Lancaster at Arcadia. Another changing of the guard at Lancaster. John Hoke, our, our good friend, stepped aside in the offseason. Jordan Rowland uh, took over the program there uh, and looking to keep things going. And Arcadia had a very nice spring uh, season. Head coach Derek Updike, his son Caden Updike, is a two-way standout at quarterback and uh, defensive back, so a good one there. We've got a couple games on uh, on Saturday as well. I think there's four games scheduled for Saturday. But again, it's great to be back at it. Uh, unfortunately, we do have to talk about uh, some games that got canceled, and, and we knew ahead of time that uh, you know, we were going to have some some teams that did not uh, are not field in a season. Wausau East, West Dallas Central are, are not going to field varsity schedules despite enrollments north of 1,000. We knew that they uh, were, were canceling. Um, we knew that we were still going to have some COVID issues. The question was, you know, how, how much of an impact was it going to be? Um, and we've got so far, at, at least as of Thursday afternoon, we've got four, um, four excuse me, three games that have been canceled for COVID. Um, so, you know, we're, we're still dealing with it. We're hoping that it's, uh, you know, not as, as big of an issue as last fall. Uh, I think it'll be more like what we saw in the spring where about 95% of all games were played. If we stay at three games canceled because of COVID this week, you know, we'll be well above that. Um, so it, it's, it's going to stick around, but I don't think it's, it's going to be anything like what we saw last fall. And then, uh, you know, a, a difficult, frustrating situation, I think, for everyone involved it sounds like down in the Milwaukee area at the Milwaukee City Conference where they've had a number of games that have been canceled this week. And I, I wasn't quite sure. We were you know, we were worried about what was going to happen with MPS because they did not have football at all last year. They did not have school in person last year. Um, we, you know, I, I talked to some coaches down there and they were, you know, some of the, the, the better programs and, and more uh, consistent teams with more stability. They, they knew they were going to be okay the Riversides and Kings and, and some of those, but, you know, some of the lower tier schools, they were worried about, uh, how, you know, how things were going to work with them. Um, not having kids in the building even for, for so long, 18 months or so. Um, and we've seen again, some, some MPS games canceled. And, and last night we got word that at least one of those games was canceled because of what appeared to be some, uh, administrative, um, you know, issues related to, getting kids signed up and registered and eligibility approved, those kinds of things. It sounds like they had switched to a new eligibility and registration system this year that was causing a lot of problems in, in for Milwaukee Marshall anyway, enough problems that they did not have enough kids eligible. And I, I'm not 100% sure if other MPS games that were canceled were related to that or if they were just other issues, uh, low low program numbers perhaps. But Unfortunately, uh, you know, something that, that came up that hopefully they get straightened out moving forward. I think there was still a glimmer of hope that they could get it straightened out in time to play at some point this week, some of those games that, that did get canceled. But it does leave some teams scrambling for games and trying to, to find something that'll work, uh, something that we will continue to see, whether it's because of eligibility issues, low numbers, or COVID. We're going to continue to see that 
uh, at times this year. And, and uh, again, hopefully it's just as low as uh, as as low a number as possible. But uh, yeah, good good to to be back at high school football this year. Again, I'm going to be at the Appleton North versus Franklin game on Friday night. It's going to be an outstanding matchup. Some great games around the state. If you're looking for a game to watch and you can't get out to a game, on our scoreboard page on wisports.net, we will have streaming links for all the games that we know of that are being streamed. And of course, we saw that explode last year. So many games uh, at, at, you know, at different times, I think over 75% of games were streamed in some fashion whether by a local media outlet, whether by, um, you know, the the school themselves, or whether it's through Facebook, YouTube, uh, J, uh, just a game streaming services, NFHS network, whatever. Uh, there's a lot of options that are, are becoming available out there. And so you can find that on our game schedule page. We will also post and have posted a link to the radio streams that are out there for our great radio partners around the state. You can, you know, you can be watching one game and listening to another one. Um, you know, from some somewhere else, completely different in the state. We've got great, great people doing uh, high school football broadcasts around the state of Wisconsin. Our good friend Jimmy Cuska picking up some games at the Big Ten Seventy. Um, you know, Nick Rush up in the Fond du Lac area. I, I, I think Wade Bates. I'll, Wade, if you're listening, you have to let me know. I can't remember uh, if you're if you're doing games again. I, I believe you are. Um, so just a, a great group of guys all over the state that are doing games. Our good friend Phil Knee down in Richland Center at WRCO Radio, uh, which reminds me, uh, WRCO is one of the new stations as part of our Football Friday Night program that is uh, that is uh, starting this year again. Uh, my role, a little bit different. Once again, I'm not going to be a full-time co-host, but uh, I'm involved with the show. It's still powered by Wisports.net. Um, you know, I'll be involved getting guests lined up, uh, putting together scoreboards, calling in for a segment or two as a guest as well. But uh, Football Friday Night back again this year on uh, on the statewide network. We're still working on getting a full affiliate list, but Richland Center is one of the new ones at WRCO-FM. And from what I understand, we've got more affiliates this year than, than perhaps any year that we've had, which probably puts that number north of 20, which would be awesome to see. So 9.30 to, to 11 o'clock, you can check out Football Friday Night around the state and on the iHeartMedia app. Um, so all kinds of good things going around on, on uh, high school football this year. And of course, next week, you can, we'll, we'll get into our regular cadence of content at wisports.net. Monday, we'll have our team and player of the week polls. Also, our, our new quick trip game of the week opportunity uh, for you to vote in to see where, where I go next Friday. Tuesday will be our first coaches poll of the year. Wednesday, we'll have our eight-player uh, feature. Thursdays is our weekly preview, uh, other content that'll come out throughout the week, and of course, Friday nights, you can find us on, uh, on, on all kinds of different channels and all kinds of different things, including uh, social media. You can follow me at TravisWSN for all kinds of information. And I did post today, you want to play along with Wiss, uh, WissFB Bingo. Uh, if you get a bingo, as a reminder, if you, you, you can verify a bingo and, and send it to me, we'll get you on the list to get you out a WSN t-shirt. Uh, so you can kind of play around, play along and have some fun that way as well. But again, excited to get back to it. That's that's been the the uh, you know the theme this year in, in talking to to some of our radio friends and doing some interviews this week. Excited to get back at it. That's that's what I've said over and over. So uh, again, uh, looking forward to a great year. We appreciate you uh, being involved and following along at Wisports.net. But uh, that will do it 
for this week. This has been a Wisports.net podcast. I am Travis Wilson. We'll see you at a game.